0: Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ride-Along Podcast, where you follow along with Jake and guest entrepreneurs on the journey of starting, building, and scaling real businesses. Take a look behind the scenes at the good, the bad, the sales, the expenses, and the strategies of each business to learn how you can start and scale your own business. Here's your host, Jake Lang. Hello, and welcome back the Entrepreneur Ride Along Podcast. I'm coming to you guys today with some big news, a big change in my life. Just minutes ago, actually 20 minutes ago, I put in my two-week notice with my employer. I am officially taking the leap into full-time entrepreneurship. This is something I've been working towards for the past six or seven years, since 2015. Actually, before that, I would say 2013 is actually when I started my first business and started getting involved. 2015 is when I really started and kind of figured things out and actually started making money online. I've been working towards this day for, uh, I guess since 2013, that's eight years. I've been working towards this for a long time and it has finally come to fruition. I just told my employer 20 minutes ago, I'm recording this as of April 2nd, 2021. And I told them my last day will be April 16th because I'm going to take the businesses that I started on the side these online businesses that I created, and I'm going to pursue them full time because I've built them up to the point where they've just about replaced my full time income working as a product analyst in the insurance industry, and they can support me financially. And my wife has my back on this. She is fully supporting me. She is actually pushing me to do this. My family is supporting me. Everybody's behind me now. And now that I've proven that I can do it on the side, I've done it while I have a day job. I officially put in my notice and I can't wait to spend the rest of my life doing what I love. And now I have upwards of 40 to 50 hours per week of free time to work on my businesses. What previously was an hour here, an hour there, a couple hours during the week, whenever I could squeeze my businesses in, squeeze in my coaching, squeeze in my courses and writing books and all this stuff. Now my entire day is open to focus on my businesses and scale these businesses and start new businesses and do more coaching and create more courses. So I am excited as you can tell that I just did this just a couple minutes ago and I'm now recording a podcast to give you guys a couple of lessons today about what I learned working a traditional nine to five job while building businesses on the side and what I've learned to scale those businesses up so that you can take them on full-time and eventually leave your day job. So here we go, here is what I've learned, a couple of valuable lessons that I've learned over the past eight years of doing this. Lesson number one is don't quit your day job. How about that for lesson number one? I just said that I quit my day job, I just said I'm taking this on full time, and I'm telling you, don't quit it. But what I mean there is don't quit until you are ready. If I quit my job in 2013, when I just had an idea for a business and I started my first one, and it was just some little thing that I did while I was a senior in college. If I took that on and said, okay, I'm not, I'm going to drop out of school here. I'm not going the corporate route. And I took that business on, I'd still be living in my parents' basement. I'd still be back home with my parents. I, I guess that's an over oversight or, or overstatement. I probably would have figured it out, but it would have taken me a few years and it would have had no income because that first business and my second business I had no clue what I was doing. I was doing things totally wrong and I hadn't figured anything out yet. I had a lot to learn before I could quit my job and take on entrepreneurship full time. I had just started. I was just getting my feet wet. I was ready to quit my job. Don't get me wrong. I totally wanted to. I wanted to say, yeah, I can do this full time. I wasn't even making a single dollar at that point. I wasn't ready. Looking back now, I wouldn't change a thing. I started working in a corporate position in 2014 and worked in one until 2021. That's a long time, but I learned so much and I made money while I was building my businesses on the side. So while I was doing that, I was able to maintain a solid relationship with my girlfriend, which later became my wife. I was able to buy an engagement ring. I was able to pay rent and we were able to move out right after college, live in the Boston area, which is pretty expensive eventually get married and buy a house, all of that was because I had a job. Paying my bills and paying for medical insurance and building up a 401k and building up a savings so that now, today, I have plenty of savings to ha- have a little safety net when I leave my job. So as much as I hated working a corporate day job, it was critical in my success and critical In my day-to-day happiness of going out there and having money to spend on vacations and spend on my wife and spend and and do whatever I wanted and live a normal life without living in a shoebox or living in my parents' basement while building my online businesses and the struggles that come along with that. I was able to enjoy life while building my businesses on the side to the point where they grew enough to to the point where I was comfortable to leave my day job because I had those businesses that I built up on the side so that's advice number one. As much as it might suck to hold a job and as much as you're sitting there in that soul-sucking day job and you're feeling it, it's great to have that money coming in to support your family and you can build the businesses on the side while you are working. I am generally a pretty risk-averse person, so I know that was the right route for me. The route where I could have money coming in supporting my needs and paying rent and everything like that. But at the same time, knowing that was not my end game. That was not where I was going to end up. I was not going to be a corporate nine to five worker for the rest of my life. It just took a little time to get my businesses up and running. But once they were up and running and comfortable, by that time I had my safety net built up. And I had some, some savings in a 401k, bought a house, got married, all that stuff was set. Then it was time to pull the trigger. So I'm not going to say wait as long as I did, or even wait till you were hitting the income level that I was. Wait until you are comfortable. What I'm saying is don't quit until you are ready, but when you are ready, rip that Band-Aid off and get out of there and take on the businesses full-time, just like I did. Just make sure you get them started on the side. If you got an idea right now, go get it started, validate it, start getting some money coming in, start getting a little bit of income, get that business up and rolling, then rip that Band-Aid off and quit your job whenever you feel comfortable. Don't have to wait eight years like me. In fact, I probably should have done it two or three years earlier, if I'm being honest, but just make sure you got it going and rolling, so you can support yourself financially. That's tip number one. Tip number two, lesson learned number two, is squeeze in a couple hours every single day to work on your business while you are working your day job. What I did was I worked one hour in the morning, one hour on my lunch break, and one hour after work. That's three hours per day of dedicated work on my businesses which adds up to about 15 hours per week or exactly 15 hours per week because I only work five days a week. So what I would do is when I used to work in the city, I used to work in Boston, I would take the train in and it would be about a 45 minute commute. So I'd pull up my laptop and everything that I could do offline in Word documents, like writing courses I could do in a Word document, writing books, even writing blog posts and things like that, I would do on my 45-minute commute, I would pull up my laptop and start typing away for 45 minutes, dedicated to 45 minutes every single morning on my way to work that I was creating content for my business. Then at work, I would make sure that I took every single day, I took that one-hour lunch break that they gave me, and I would use it to work on my business. There, when I was at the office, I would have Wi-Fi. So I'd probably go sit in a a breakout room, an office room, Sometimes in the cafeteria, sometimes I'd, I'd walk around the street and sit outside the Starbucks and get Wi-Fi and there I would do things like I could answer emails or I could actually work on my website or tweak my web page. I could actually create the online course. I could do stuff online because I had Wi-Fi sitting in the building or near the building and I made sure my employer gave me that one hour lunch break. A lot of my fellow employees, they would sit there, they'd take their lunch, eat at their desk and they'd work right through the lunch hour. Me, I would take my lunch and sit at my desk and I'd work on my own thing or I'd answer my own emails. Or if it was something that I wasn't comfortable being on the employer's Wi-Fi and doing it like maybe updating my website, I'd go to the local Starbucks or something like that and grab Wi-Fi somewhere else. I even, at times, I would go grab an office room. I'd reserve an office at the uh, building that we were located in. I'd reserve an office and I'd record videos and podcasts on my one hour lunch break. I'd bring my microphone in there, reserve an office, lock the door, lock myself in there. I had to crank out a podcast or a video or something. I had a one hour lunch break. Who cares what I'm doing? It's my time. I took that time and I used it on my business. And then I would do one hour after work either on my commute home where i also had that 45 minute break and i could pull out my laptop i was sitting in the train for 45 minutes i could do again write another blog post or write another course work on my book whatever i was doing i'd have another dedicated 45 minutes there plus when i got home and sometimes my my wife is working late or she has to do work at home or something like that or which sitting around watching tv i'd pull out my laptop and maybe do another half an hour to an hour there so some days i'd be getting in 4 hours of work on my website Up to 20 hours a week, every single day I could get in three to four hours of work while working a typical nine to five corporate job. So that's why I don't like hearing excuses where people are like, Oh, I got no time, I can't do it, I got I got this job. Like you can find time. You can wake up half an hour earlier, you can go to bed half an hour later and get in a a little bit of time here and there. On your commute, you can take it you can take your phone and record podcasts or something like that, you can record voice messages. You can do speech-to-text and write blogs while you are driving to work. Even at work sometimes, I would pull up a Word document and I would write blogs while I was at work because they couldn't really tell what I was doing, so I'd just open up a Word document there and it kind of looked like I was doing work or something like that, or open up an Excel file if I was doing something in Excel. Nobody would know if they walked by my desk and looked at my computer and saw me typing away in a Word document. It would look like I was cranking out work. Writing this this giant essay or whatever whatever I was doing. Or some big analysis. But I could do that. I could pull up a Word document. And while I was at work, I might say, okay, you know, I got no meetings for the next half an hour. I don't really want to work on anything in the next half an hour. And open up some SaaS program or Tableau or something like that. Or Excel. I'll just open up a Word document. Crank out a couple hundred words on my next blog post. And I'll send it to my personal email. It'll look like I'm working. Heck, I've even done that before. I've opened up my email. And I would send myself an email from my work email, and I'd type away a couple hundred words in a blog post, and I'd copy and paste it and paste it into my blog when I got home or onto my website. So you can find creative ways like that to sneak in a little work here and there. Definitely your lunch break. Everybody gets a one-hour lunch break at least. Or I should say most people. I guess I don't know what job you're doing, but I'd say most people get a one-hour lunch break that they can take for themselves. And use that time that they give you and use it to work on your business. Use your commute time or wake up a little early. Try and get in two to three hours per day. And you can do that. You can build up a business easily in one year time that is generating enough revenue so you can leave your day job or at least take that first step into entrepreneurship, which is two or three hours per day. You can do that. That is enough time. So I highly, highly recommend you carve out those couple hours every day, even while you are working to build your businesses on the side. So that's tip number two is work every single day on your business, one hour in the morning, one hour on lunch break, one hour after work, and you can really make progress. After a couple of weeks of putting together three hours per day, you will really, really see your business pushing forward. Tip number three, and this is a big one for me and I had to learn it the hard hard way, don't work on the weekends, enjoy your life. It is really hard when you are building a business an online business, something that you can work on anywhere, to not sit down after work or sit down on the weekends and keep going for eight hours a day. On the weekends, back when I first started my businesses, I would always find myself answering emails on the weekends or pulling up my laptop and doing work on the weekends. And I would prioritize work and writing courses and things like that, overseeing my friends, my family, and even just talking to my girlfriend at the time, who's who's now my wife. And I had to take a deep look at myself and kind of learn the hard way that that is not who I want to be. I don't want to be a workaholic. The reason I'm building my businesses so I can quit my day job is so I can have more time to spend with my friends, my family, and my wife. So why in the heck would I waste my weekends away when I could be spending time with my wife right now? Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I spend it with her right now instead of saying, hold on, honey, in five years from now, when I quit my job, then we can hang out. No, take that time now. Take your weekends off and enjoy it. Yeah, I don't care if it's you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night when you get home or when you're just hanging around watching Netflix. Yeah, pull out your phone and answer some emails if it doesn't matter. If, if your wife falls asleep or your, your husband falls asleep or a significant other falls asleep, like, yeah, okay, you can do a little work here and there, squeeze it in, but don't prioritize it on the weekend. Take that time for yourself. You work a 40, 50, sometimes 60 hour a week job, nine to five every day. You deserve that time off on the weekends. You need that time to recharge. So don't spend your whole weekend working on your business. Give yourself a break. Give yourself some time to enjoy life, see friends, family, exercise, get outside, play with the dogs, whatever you do. You need that break for your brain. I learned that the hard way. I remember my first course, I was cranking away every weekend. I was doing after work, on the weekends, before work, lunch break. I was doing the whole thing. I was just a miserable person because I was working. 80 hour weeks, and I wasn't exercising. I wasn't prioritizing my health. I was just kind of sitting on the computer hour and hour after day after day, hour after hour. That's no way to enjoy life. That's no way to build a business. You build a business so that you can leave your job, so you can enjoy life. Stop that nonsense and start enjoying life now while you build your business. So that's tip number three. Don't work on the weekends. Enjoy your life. Take your weekends off. Number four, lesson number four that I learned is that building your businesses on the side really forces you to prioritize what makes money and how to prioritize your time to not get caught up chasing shiny objects. You really have to prioritize your time while you are working a day job and building a business on the side. You just don't have time to start a YouTube channel, start a podcast, post on Facebook every day, post on Twitter every day, go on Reddit and communicate with people, coach people every day. Like you just can't do all of that stuff. Remember, I mentioned I was working three hours per day on my business. You really, really have to prioritize what makes money and don't chase shiny objects. And that is a good thing. Actually, one of my biggest fears right now and concerns that I need to watch out for and I need to manage is that now that I have 40, 50 hours a week to work on my businesses, I might get distracted. I might start chasing, chasing shiny objects because I have all this extra time. I've never had this much time to work on my businesses before. So I might start chasing things that are not uh, not proper monetization strategy. They're not, they're not making me money. They're not value-add work. I might start chasing, I don't know, Facebook ads or whatever else is out there that I don't really do and I don't need to do because it's not adding immediate value to my business. So that's something I'm going to watch out for. I know that's something I'm going to be cognizant of as I work my business now full-time is be careful. Don't chase the shiny objects. Now I have all this time. Make sure to prioritize still and focus on what's making money. So that's number four is that it's kind of an add on to working the day job and don't quit your day job too soon is that it's a little bit of a positive in that direction is that when you hold that day job, you have limited hours per day. It forces you to prioritize on what makes money. So while you are building your businesses on the side here, as you are doing this, make sure you're focusing on value add work. Ask yourself, is this making me money? Is this directly affecting the bottom line? If not, why are you doing it? A good example of this is emails for me. I get a ton of emails from my niche sites. They don't necessarily affect the bottom line. They don't really make me money. Oftentimes, it's one-off questions and requests and things that will just time suck every single day. If I spent every day answering emails, I'd probably waste three to four hours per day getting my inbox down to zero. Now, for the entrepreneur ride-along, I do check those emails every day because that's value add work. That's how I get coaching clients. That's how I get new clients. That's how I interact with entrepreneurs. So that is value at work. But my insurance course website, my dog training website, those ones, you don't really need me to get back to you within two hours, within one hour. No, I can wait if somebody's saying, hey, I need advice on this question for this exam. Can you give me a hand? I can email them and say, yeah, I'll get back to you in uh, two or three days once I look at the question. Or somebody's asking about the best dog toys, best dog treats. Like You don't need an answer right away. That can wait. So I actually have a schedule right now where I check my emails for my niche sites on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I only check them twice a week and I clear out the inboxes then Tuesdays and Thursdays. I sit down for about two hours at a time each day, clear out my emails. That gives me Monday, Wednesday, Friday to focus on high priority tasks and also a little bit of extra time on Tuesday and Thursday to focus on tasks that actually push my business forward. Things like coaching calls or blogging or podcasting or connecting with potential new coaching clients or writing new courses. Rather than spending two hours answering emails every day, I could spend those two, three hours writing a new course and that's a big value add and big money maker. So I encourage you to look at that in your own life and prioritize what's making money, what's pushing the business forward and what's a distraction. Are you checking Facebook for clients every day? And are you just getting distracted on Facebook every day? If so, push that off and just do that once a week on Thursdays or on Fridays. And check Facebook and try and book new clients that way if you find that it's distracting you. Or emails like me. Or new things like new social media platforms like like I see everybody going over to TikTok and Clubhouse. Hey, if you're into that type of thing, just block it off and give yourself two hours every week on Friday and say, okay, this is my time to explore and check out new cool interesting things and kind of get lost in it. Because that is Valuable. It could push your business forward if you become the TikTok business expert or whatever it is. Might be the way for you to go. It might be a big value add, but if it's not really pushing your bottom line forward right now, it distracts you. Okay, just give yourself two hours once a week to do stuff like that. So that's lesson learned number four is prioritize. Last but not least, tip number five, lesson number five that I learned is if you need an idea for your business, if you're still out there asking, saying. I just want to start a business, but I have no clue what to do, where to start. Look at your day job. That is a fully logical place, a place where you are already an expert. You're working 40 hours a week at your job every single week. That could be where your first business comes from. That's what I did. I took my work as an insurance analyst, and I had to take these exams. I was in the insurance industry, so I had to pursue the CPCU certification. And my most successful business right now came from taking those exams, creating my own study material, and selling it online. So don't overlook what you are doing in your day-to-day life in your day job. There is so much opportunity there around what you are an expert in, what you are doing on the day-to-day. It might be a program that you're using like Citrix or Tableau or Excel It might be something that you're really good at, like my friend Stephen, who was really good at getting promoted in the Army. He was like one of the fastest people ever to get promoted in the Army. And now he has a business teaching other people how to get promoted in the Army by leveraging these Army promotion points. So you guys have heard from Stephen. He's been on the show a couple of times. But he took his expertise in his day job that he used to be in the Army, and now that's what he teaches. My friend Tom Hefner, who will be coming on the show soon, he took his day job, he was teaching innovation and uh, something in the, the engineering space and being innovative, and he now took that and he built a $200,000 per year business by offering his corporate innovation training to other employers, and he took what he learned from his day job and what he was already teaching and he took it, packaged it, and now he sells it to other companies in a, in a B2B relationship, business to business, sells corporate training and charges like $15,000 just to get Tom to come out to their business and teach innovation. And that's just a couple examples. There is a ton of opportunity from what you do in your day job that you could take and build it up as a side business. And a bonus, it looks great for your employer if you say, oh, I really want to pursue some extracurricular education, CPCU certification, or I want to learn more about how to use the the SQL data program or SAS data program or Tableau or some data tool out there. I really want to learn more about that. But in actuality, you are getting training for it and learning it and becoming the expert on it so that you can build a business on the side and teach other people how to use Tableau, how to use Excel, how to use SQL. So that's tip number five is if you need that first business idea, if you're just like, yeah, I just want to start a business, don't know what to do, where to look, look at where you spend most of your time every single week, sitting in that chair on your computer or whatever you do in your day job. There is plenty of opportunity there. To build a business based on what you know and have learned over the years in your corporate day job. This is actually a big topic that I talk about in my new book. I talked about it on last week's episode. I'm writing a book that answers the question, I want to start a business but I don't know what to do. And this is a big topic in there is how to find that first business idea and this is one of the lessons and examples that I give is how you can use your day job to find that idea. Now there's like 40 other ways that I give in the book to find your first business idea and how to validate it and how to make sure it's going to work and make money. So if you want to check that out, it's over at the entrepreneur book, but just a little teaser there. This is one of the ways that I give you in the book because it's one of the ways that I used to start a profitable side business. So make sure you check out that day job because there might be an opportunity there to build your four your your first side business by leveraging your day job. So that's it. Those are my big five takeaways having worked a corporate job with the side hustle and building that side hustle up into a profitable business so that I could leave my day job to take my businesses on full-time. The lessons I learned were number one, don't quit until you're ready. Use that day job to pay your bills and everything. But then when you're ready, rip the bandaid off and take those businesses on full-time. But build them up on the side, use that day job, leverage it, and then Take on the entrepreneur life full-time once you are ready. Number two, get in a couple hours on your business every day. Use that time that you have. One hour in the morning, one hour on lunch break, one hour after work. And if you can squeeze a little bit of time in there while you are working or supposed to be working, do that as well. Get in a couple hours every day on your business that you are building on the side. Use the time that you have. Your employer gives it to you for breaks and lunch breaks and build your business. Tip number three, don't work on the weekend. Enjoy your life. You need that time off to rest and recover, especially when you are working a full nine-to-five job and building a business on the side. It is exhausting, it is a lot of work, so give yourself that mental break. Tip number four, kind of a a pro about keeping the day job while you are building your side business is that it forces you to prioritize on what makes money. So just make sure when you are building your businesses and, and give yourself a little gut check right now, What are you working on? Is it a priority and is it pushing your business forward or are you chasing a shiny object? Tip number five, if you need an idea for a business, if you're just sitting there saying, I gotta start a business, I don't know what to do, look at your day job. That's 40 hours a week, every single week that you put into something, whatever your day job is. You are an expert at that. You are hired with a particular set of skills to perform that particular job. That is an expert. You are literally a professional at that because you're being paid to do a particular task. So look there because that might be your first online business or there might be a niche within your day job that you could leverage to start a business on the side. And remember, if you just need that first idea, I highly recommend you check out my new book over at theentrepreneurridealong.com slash book. That will redirect you right to the page where you can learn all about the book And how I'm going to teach you in that book how to find your first business idea, how to validate that idea so it's actually going to work, and what your next steps are going to be after you find that idea. So the goal is, anybody that reads the book, you're going to come away with a valid business idea that you can take and run with. So check that out at com slash book. So, little teaser there, uh, plenty more to come uh, about the book. I'll be talking about it plenty on this podcast, and I'll give you guys plenty of insight into what I'm teaching there. And thank you guys for listening today. This was a big day for me. I'm really excited to talk about how I left my job or at least gave my notice today. I'll probably You'll probably be listening to this on April 16th on my last day. So I'll be even more excited on that day. And then the next week, I'll be taking off full-time as a full-time entrepreneur. So thank you for listening today. Big, exciting day for me today. And I am excited to share this news with you. And I can't wait to see what comes from the Entrepreneur Ride Along podcast in the future. Now that I have a full-time full 40 hours a week back in my life to do whatever I want with my businesses. So thank you guys. Plenty more to come from me in the future. And I hope to talk to you guys soon. I'll see you on the next podcast episode.